0: And those of you viewing online to our Sunday service here at Ananda Village in the Temple of Light. It's a joy to be with you. I'm going to begin. Um, I'm Naya Swami Maria, and this is Naya Swami Ananta. And I'm going to begin with, uh, as we always do, with our readings, comparative passages from the Bible and the Bhagavad Gita. And this is week 51, and this is what was the star of Bethlehem. Truth is one and eternal. Realize oneness with it in your deathless self within. The following commentary is based on the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda, and this is written by Swami Kriyananda. Divine vision is the opposite of worldly sight. Divine vision sees God's presence behind all outward appearances. Worldly sight sees appearances merely, coating even the blazing wisdom of a saint. A master to a worldly man is a human being with perhaps a slightly better attitude than the norm. (laughs) The scriptures, therefore, strive to demonstrate how the divine consciousness, when openly active among men in the lives of great masters, must never be viewed as an expression of ordinary human consciousness. To seek the presence of divinity behind the life Of a great master is to prepare oneself to recognize that same divinity also in lower manifestations until at last one beholds god everywhere thus it was that paramahansa yogananda on observing his new disciple swami kriyananda struggling with the contrast between the gurus human appearance and his inner divine reality looked him deeply one looked at him deeply one day and said if only you knew my consciousness the story of the birth of jesus christ contains an account in the gospel of saint matthew chapter 2 of the star of bethlehem The wise men who saw Jesus in his manger said, we have seen his star in the east. And lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. This account was important for it showed all mankind that Jesus was a divine incarnation and no ordinary man that he brought divine consciousness to earth even though he would play a human role among human beings and that others too by receiving him in their hearts would acquire power as the bible puts it to become the sons of God. The scriptures enjoin us to meditate on the lives of great souls that we may discover our own latent spiritual greatness. As the Bhagavad Gita puts it in the fourth chapter, who knows the truth touching my births on earth and my divine work when he quits the flesh puts on its load no more falls no more down to earthly birth to me he comes dear prince thus through holy scripture god has spoken to mankind oh
1: you today. Um, I'd like to read from metaphysical meditations today instead of Whispers from Eternity because the meditation for Christmas Eve is um, a further amplification of what Swamiji wrote and I'd like to read it to you it will take you uh, inside so please relax lift your eyes and concentrate within, behold the astral star of divine wisdom, and let the wise thoughts in you follow that telescopic star to behold the Christ everywhere. In that land of everlasting Christmas, of festive, omnipresent Christ consciousness, you will find Jesus, Krishna, the saints of all religions, the great guru preceptors waiting to give you a divine floral reception and everlasting happiness. Prepare for the coming of baby Christ by decorating an inner Christmas tree. Around that sacred tree lay gifts of calmness, forgiveness, nobility, service, kindness, spiritual understanding and devotion each one wrapped in a golden covering of goodwill and bound with a silver cord of your pure sincerity. May the Lord on the Christmas morn of your spiritual awakening unwrap the gorgeous presence of your heart offerings sealed with tears of your joy and bound with cords of your eternal fidelity to him. He accepts only the gifts of sacred soul qualities. His acceptance will be his greatest gift to you, for it means that in return, the gift he will bestow on you shall be nothing less than himself. In giving himself, he shall make your heart big enough to hold him. Your heart shall throb with Christ in everything. Enjoy this festivity, the birth of Christ in your mind and soul And in every living atom, by daily meditation, you will prepare the cradle of your consciousness to hold the infinite baby Christ. Every day will become a true Christmas of divine communion. So you can see that the story of the three kings and the star of Bethlehem is a story that has really played out many, many times. The avatar, the incarnation of God, comes to mankind whenever vice predominates and virtue is in decline. And so Rama came, and Krishna came, and Buddha came, and Christ came, and Babaji came, and Lahiri came, and. Teshvar came, and Yogananda came, and here we are. I wanna share with you a little bit more about Christmas 2022 than Christmas one. Christmas one was good, really, really good, let's face it. Because each part in this play is prototypical of the human condition. And it has a lesson for all of us. But Christmas 2022 is just as important. And since we're playing in this version, version 2022, it's important for us to, as Swami pointed out in the reading and his master gave us in this prayer, to understand what's really happening. What was really happening in Christmas number one, was that three masters, and we know their names, uh, Babaji, Lahiri, Sri Teshwar. but in that time, they were playing the part of three kings in Tibet, in India. And they, by attunement with the sixth center, by attunement with the star of Bethlehem, which you have at the point between the eyebrows, which all human beings have in the sixth center, those three kings understood that this avatar ship was going to begin. And they were going to go from Tibet to Bethlehem, a journey of over 3,000 miles by camel or horse. And they had to leave before the child was born. But they understood that these three kings represented the three or more, many more religions of the world, the great truths that God continually sends to mankind so that we can get out of this morass of delusion. And so they came and left to be with Christ. And Kriananda points out that in Bethlehem, we have the first interfaith satsang, recorded, the great masters of the East, Hinduism, Buddhism, I don't, I can't really say what the third religion was. It's not important. Truth is one and eternal. Realize oneness with it in your deathless self within. So they were going to come and make a long journey and they had parts to play in the movie, indeed. They had to meet Herod, played by the bad actors. There's always bad actors. Rama had Ravana, Krishna had Kamsa, Jesus had Herod. Herod wanted to know where these foreigners were going, and because he had heard about this king of Judea, and politically that was not good for him, did not want that. So he asked them, oh, if you find the child Come back and tell me where he is. I want to worship him. The kings are following the star. They're wise. They know that what Herod really wanted to do was to kill the child. And in fact, after Christ was born, Herod executed all the children in the Bethlehem region under the age of two. Interestingly, Kamsa did the same thing to all the children under the age of two in the area where he and Krishna, where Krishna was born. So evil has a repetitive cycle also, unimaginable evil, infanticide, and the birth of the avatar, all in the same milieu. We've noticed this, haven't we? There's darkness and light. Here we are in the temple of light, and outside of us the world is not thinking about the temple of light. It's not thinking about Christ consciousness. It's not our business to go and find the Herods of the world. It's our business to find the Christs of the world. So the kings came, and they followed the star, and intuitionally, by meditation, by attunement, by intuition, they came to where the star, says in the Bible, stopped. Be still, and know that I am God. So they came. And there they were. There's an aspect of this story I'd like to interject here. We know that the wise kings came and followed the star, but baby Jesus, before he left the womb, sent an invitation of divine love to those three kings in Tibet and India from a little manger in Bethlehem. The divine love of the Christ is the other part of this connection. Yes, the intuition and the wisdom guides us, but the call of Christ in your heart, cloud-colored Christ, come, is sent by Christ, devotee, come, come. All of you heard have heard that whisper from eternity, which is the invitation of Christ. It comes to you as inspirations. It comes to you as a draw towards the light. It's the reason that you're sitting in the temple of light this morning. It's why you turned on the camera on ananda.org. There's other things you can watch on the internet besides ananda.org. They're not as good, but there are other things. You chose them though, because you heard the call of Christ in your heart. Because that whisper from eternity, however soft at first, is heard by the disciple. The wise men heard it, of course. They're in tune with the Christ at all times. They're masters. They have no uh, cross currents of ego, master said. So the masters see the reality and they went to Mary. They bypassed Herod. They said, oh yeah, we'll tell you where he was. Then they went to Mary and Joseph and they offered gifts. And it says in the Bible that the fact that the kings brought gold, because these were, they were in a stable, they were in a manger because there was no room in the inn. How did they know where they were? They had come from India, Tibet. They had come from halfway around the world. How did they know? Mary was guided. Of course, you know the story of the birth or the conception of Jesus. An angel came and said, you will be the handmaid of the Lord. Mary was like, let it be done unto thee according to thy word. Okay. But, you know, she's a 16-year-old girl. And the kings come and they bow and they say, your son is going to be the avatar. He's going to... Save the world from hatred and from the divine love. And as we read, it's going to lead the world to an everlasting Christmas. I'm in favor of that. Uh, So they bring her these gifts. They also bring her myrrh. This is what you embalm bodies with in the year zero. And they warn her, this is not going to be easy. This is not going to go smoothly start to finish, but God is with you, God is with you. And then uh, Joseph has a dream that Herod's serious, and I've got to take the child and Mary to Egypt. I've got to get out of here until this kook, you know, is voted out of office or whatever they did in those days. (laughs) But the The reality of Christmas 2022 stars you as the wise man. In your soul, you hear the whispers from eternity. And you know that the Christ consciousness is the solution. It's the way. It's the truth. It's the life. And you come to it. And then you do what the kings did. You acted on it because they had the inspiration to go to Bethlehem, but they had to go 3,000 miles. You had to get up and get on the spiritual path and put away some of your bad habits and start to pick up some good habits and start to sing some more uplifting music and start to listen to more uplifting music and start to change your life to align with the Christ consciousness because you have to make your heart big enough to hold that amount of love. Infinite love, it's not easy. It takes effort, and y'all have done it. And those watching have either begun or started to move in that direction that we've gotta go to Bethlehem. And who is gathered at Bethlehem? Well, Mary's there, the Divine Mother of the Universe. There's an interesting Catholic dogma one of the dogmas of the Catholic Church is that we come to Jesus through his mother Mary. Paramahansa Yogananda said, There's a truth to that. There's a metaphysical truth underpinning that dogma. The truth is that Mary is the divine mother of the universe. She is Om. We come to the Christ consciousness through the Om. We meditate on Om. What did Yogananda give us? Hongsola, I'm spirit. Om technique. Tune into the om and you come to the Christ. And there's the Christ consciousness. In this part of the movie is played by Jesus. Wonderful. But in each of us, we follow the om and the Christ consciousness is born in us. And we realize we're with the wise men. We're with the wise men because they're our masters, but we're with the wise men. All true seekers are with the wise men. All the true Buddhists, all the true seekers, all the true shamans, all the true Jews that follow Moses. It's Hanukkah. It's Christmas. It's Diwali. It's light. One light. One mother. That makes us all brothers and sisters, doesn't it? And that was Christ's message. That we're all in this, and the Difficulties recur, indeed. Master calls his teachings the second coming of Christ. Whenever virtue, de- whenever vice predominates, virtue declines, I take human form. So the masters come. Yogananda came, Babaji came, Lahiri came. Because the world right now needs a dual Par upliftment. You'll notice that the same sins of evil and darkness and political feuding and wars are going on here. While we're at the all day meditation on yesterday and again on Friday, wars are going on. But the Christ consciousness does not stop sending that invitation of divine love. And for all of us, all of you, all truth seekers, We realize that, and the more we meditate, the more we open our hearts, the more we serve, the more we celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah, Diwali, it doesn't matter, that's just a a dimension of your karma, what you're attuned to. The masters, not seeing any, having no ego, are totally enthusiastic about all celebrations of light, And we should be too. So Master called it his church of all religions, which gives us a big upside. (laughs) We get to celebrate every (laughs) new festival we invent. It's fine. Let's sing a song. Let's do a dance. Let's love God. Let's see him everywhere. And that is the second part of the reading that Kriyananda gave us, is we've got to see that the Christ consciousness By definition, the Christ consciousness is the perfect reflection of the Father within creation. The Father is stillness and light and love and peace. And the perfect reflection of that in this creation is the Christ consciousness. Now, the masters just see the light. They don't dwell on the veils of light and shade And so they see past all of it. We have to live like masters. Because we are masters, we're becoming masters here. We have to live in love. We have to live in kindness. We have to look past the negativity and the cynicism and the, I'm not gonna list all the bad stuff, you all know it, the good stuff. That's the reality, that's the light of Christ. And so the masters just see that. One day at the all day meditation, everyone was leaving. And Paramahansa Yogananda looked out, and he said, "Silver light and golden light—you have no idea how beautiful you are. That's the reality. I say that to you now. You have no idea how beautiful you are, because we've limited ourselves to the little frailties and the bad habits and the thing we said and all that stuff. Well, the stuff is not the light. The light." is the reality of these gifts that Master listed. Nobility, kindness, beauty, meditation on the light, openness of the heart. Master says, open your heart to me and I will enter and take charge of your life. Sounds good. Everlasting Christmas, divine floral reception, I'm on it, let's do it. Why don't we do it? Because we're afraid. Or because we're scared, or because it's too far to Bethlehem, from Tibet, it's not too far. Just go a step at a time. Just follow the star. Don't get distracted by the this road off ramp and this thing. There's a Denny's coming up, and there's all this stuff coming up. Don't worry about all that. Just keep right there in the center. Not light. The more you look at that light, the more you feel that light, the more you realize that light has created everything. It's created our brothers and sisters, yes. It's created the trees, and the sky, and the flowers, and the animals. Animals were at the manger too. Shepherds got to come. They got invited by the angels. Not because they were masters, but their hearts were open. Mary was there, Joseph was there, the three kings were there we're all there. Go there. We have a Friday meditation, all-day meditation. Concentrate on the light. Open your heart. Master, the, the introduction to the cloud-colored Christ was the tape of master saying, chant this chant at Christmas or whenever you want to feel the power of Christ. Open your hearts. And then he starts, cloud-colored Christ. When Master chanted, boy, you knew that something was going on there, powerful. Very much sounds like this group over here. Very good, very good. Beautiful songs, as song that Swami wrote. Put your consciousness there. Live in that consciousness. And when you see Christmas trees and festive wreaths, just look at the joy of it. If a used car salesman's got a Santa hat on, that's good. That's Christmas. Just look past the silliness. Okay, there's silliness, okay, don't worry about that. Look at the light that's coming through it. That's what's important, that's what the masters see. So practice that this Christmas. I'm gonna read my favorite all-day meditation quote. This is Paramahansa Yogananda. After the all-day meditation, one year, uh, Rajasi couldn't be there. So at the end of the meditation, Paramahansa Yogananda wrote him a letter to Rajasi. And he described his eight-hour meditation. Paramahansa Yogananda said, I thought I would never come out of ecstasy. It was eight hours long. Jesus came three times as a child in the crib of light. And as a young man. And twice as he looked before the crucifixion. In his eyes trembled the command of the universe. God bless you all.
2: Mother of wisdom, mercy, and grace, grant us thy We swear